where the DJ talks. Don't say anything. Okay. Each of these media creates a uh, new environment. It creates a new situation for human association and human perception. Any medium at all creates a new pattern, a new, a new atmosphere, a new environment of human perception, which works upon the whole man. It works upon the whole society. That is the effect of a medium. It has that total pervasive effect. That is the message that social change that is brought about. The content of the medium is never the message because the content is always the old medium. From the vast wilds of the Great White North for the week of September the 11th, 2022, it's TVA, a Canadian perspective on television from north of the 49th parallel. I'm Greg David. And I'm Amy Wilson. And we would like you to put your television on mute or pause your streaming service for episode 252 of TVA, the podcast. Hello, everybody. It's good to be back again after a couple of weeks away. Thank you for joining us, streaming us, downloading us onto your devices. We always appreciate it. Um, and, uh, you know, a couple of things we're recording on September the 11th, which obviously, you know, for many, many, many people, like a whole generation means something to them. But also we are recording, you know, days after the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. And, you know, we were talking about this a little bit before we started to record. Amy, obviously with you being in the UK, let's, uh, why don't you, you know, give us a little bit of feedback with regard to what it's been like. We're going to talk more about uh, the Queen and the coverage of her passing in a couple of minutes but you know maybe give us what's the feeling uh over there in the uk from your perspective uh yeah it's been quite a uh, surreal feeling um given that the queen was 96 and had recently been in declining health uh everyone uh, of course intellectually knew that it, uh her death was coming at some point but the suddenness of her death uh just two days before meeting the uh the new uk prime minister liz truss um which ended up being the last um photo of, of her, uh, public photo taken, mm -hmm. uh, that, that was quite a shock. And so uh, no matter what anyone feels about the monarchy, and this event has certainly surfaced a wide range of feelings yeah. about it, understandably, um, the Queen has been around for 70 years, and she's the only uh, monarch most people have ever known, and her death brings about a lot of change, everything from a new king to new pronouns for the national anthem, yeah. uh, new, new post boxes, a new image on the currency, which is something that you have, I believe, on your 20-pound 20, 20 note, uh, and all of that change is a bit unsettling, but uh, yeah, so it's been a, a very strange week, one that you expected, but was still strange when it got here, and a lot of a lot of different emotions going through people. Yeah. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm glad that you brought up the whole, uh, the money thing and the things that are going to have to change. Yeah. We, the queen is on the back of all of our coins as well. Um, mm. and, uh, and yeah, I hadn't even thought about the mailboxes, but there is going to be that massive upheaval and those things that are, that are changing over, like you said. So it will be interesting to see, you know, we're living in unprecedented times where something like you said, people grown up with the queen and now there's no longer the queen. So, um, we'll get a little bit more into that, um, in a couple of minutes. Um, but before we get to the calendar, which is jam packed with stuff, what have you got to drink there today? Well, today I've got uh, delicious tap water, but also um, because the Queen is being, um, I believe she's lying in state in Scotland today, I mm. picked up the, uh, our, uh, the famous grouse uh, blended scotch whiskey and uh, have a little bit of whiskey and coke going on here. And frankly, it was 
towards the bottom of that bottle. So it's just a drop. So it's hardly <laughs> even a drink. But but we will say that I'm having a, a, a whiskey and Coke. And this says on the back here, it's a rich, smooth blend, can, uh, contains exceptional grain whiskeys and malts that have been selectively matured in hand-picked sherry uh, casks. Mm. We, have been, we have been making the famous grouse since 1896. And one thing we have learned in all that time is that reading labels is not nearly as good as discovering our famous blend. <laughs> and yes, yeah, so they encourage you to go to thefamousgrouse.com to read more. And we, we have this around the house quite a bit, so it is recommended. It's very nice, smooth whiskey. Excellent. I love that. And I love the fact that they are, you know, teasing people that are reading the label, which is something that we always do when we're talking about a new <laughs> drink. So we'll post a link to Famous Grouse Scotch Whiskey on the um, uh, in the show notes. Um, for me, I'm drinking coffee right now, but later on this afternoon, I'm going to indulge in a San Pellegrino. And they have these drinks called Momenti. And so it's the traditional, the fizzy San Pellegrino, but they inject some kind of a juice or flavoring into it. So this one that I'm going to have today oh. is going to be clementine and peach. So, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's like, you know, if you were having a, 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 a you know, just a plain San Pellegrino with a little bit of a, like a spritz of citrus into it. So it's it's pretty refreshing. So I'm going to enjoy that later Sounds this like afternoon. It. Yes. And I'll include a link to that as well. Um, all right. So, uh, Amy, we have a bunch of new TV shows uh, or new and returning TV shows taking place over the next two weeks, especially on CBC. So I'm going to, we're going to get to them, but um, you know, if you, of course, if you head to tva.com, uh, you can get more information on a lot of these shows. A bunch of them are going to, I'm gonna, we're going to be covering off in previews, reviews, and interviews uh, over the next two weeks. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time on each of these because there are so many, but it's all kicking off tonight, Sunday, September the 11th with Dead Man's Curse debuting on History Channel. And this is a four-part documentary series uh, where uh, gold hunters are looking, uh, they're in the wilds of BC, hunting for this gold um, on Dead Man's Creek and it's all based around the story of an indigenous man named Slumac who uh, was killed on the gallows way, way back. And before he died, he had he he had died because he he'd killed a couple of guys that had found his uh, lost gold mine or his gold mine, excuse me. And uh, he killed them for finding it. And uh, before he died on the gallows, he said that the location of the, of the mine was going to die with him. So it's really interesting. I watched the first episode. I'm into these types of treasure hunter shows. So if you're into them, check out dead man's uh, dead man's curse, which kicks off tonight on history channel. Monday, uh, September the 12th, we've got Family Feud Canada returning for a new season. Murdoch Mysteries is back for season 16 on CBC. And a miniseries, I think it's two parts or three parts, called North Water. And uh, it is an acquired show from CBC, or actually it's not. It's a co-production between Canada and Ireland. And uh, it, I remember watching it last fall on uh, CBC Gem, I think it was, or Super Channel. Uh, so this is the second window on CBC. It was okay. A little bit of a historical drama about um, uh, investigating Canada's north in a wooden ship. So if you're into that type of thing, mm -hmm. check it out. Um, Monday, the September the 13th, the return of 22 Minutes, which we're going to talk about in a couple of minutes. Comedy Night with Rick Mercer debuts. Uh, there's a preview for that that's going up tomorrow on TVA.com, so you can read more about that there and what it's all about. 
The second season of Strays returns on Tuesday, as does season five of Double Tap TV on AMI-TV. And Double Tap TV uh, is a show on AMI-TV where Stephen Scott and Marco Flalo talk about the latest in tech news and reviews through uh, the eye, uh, through the uh, disability lens. So accessible technology. So if you're interested in that, check it out. Wednesday, September the 14th, we've got Summit 72 debuting on CBC. This is a four-part documentary series that uh, tracks the uh, showdown between Canada and the Soviet Union in 1972 when they were playing mm-hmm. for the World Cup in hockey. Uh, so uh, if you head over to brew.tv.com, um, there's going to be a story about that uh, tomorrow. So I would encourage you to check that out over on Bill Brew's website. Um, also on the 14th, Wednesday, Healthy at Home debuts on AMI-TV. Uh, Amy and I spoke about this one a couple of weeks ago. Uh, fitness instructor Bobby Jansen, who is a member of the blind and partially sighted community, will guide you through easily accessible um, uh, workouts. Uh, Thursday, the 15th of September, Dragon's Den is back. We all know what that is. Friday, the 16th of uh, CBC. Uh, September on CBC is the return of the passionate eye. And then looking forward to the week after that, the 18th of September, the big bake Halloween returns. So baking competition, Halloween themed baking on food network, children. Are you into that? Oh, anything that's baking and Halloween themed on there. Yeah. Yeah. I am too. Um, and there's so many of these shows. I always forget that they're Mm -hmm. on until I happen to go buy them during, during the umpteenth, uh, rebroadcast of it. Uh, the 19th of September, uh, Monday is the season two return of children ruin everything. Um, I'm going to be speaking to Megan Rath, who is one of the co-stars. So I'll be speaking to her in the next few days. So we'll have a feature up on TVA.com about that one. Uh, and then Friday, September the 23rd, we have the season three return of Transplant, which Amy and I are very excited about. And maybe very. what we'll do is, Amy, maybe when we get some screeners for that and maybe some media uh, opportunities, I might throw it to you that way. I'm kind of throwing this into your lap right now. We'll see what your schedule is yeah, okay. like because I know you've got a busy few weeks coming up, but maybe I can get you to review that. Either way, Transplant will be covered in TVA soon. And then looking towards the end of the month, because we're going to take a little bit of time away, um, uh, Top Chef Canada returns for a new season on Monday, October the 26th. I'll be speaking to one of the new judges for Top Chef Canada, so that'll be up on the website. And then on the 29th of September, which is a Thursday, the Fifth Estate returns on CBC. So a lot of stuff coming up in the next three weeks, you know, not even talking about all the American shows, which we don't talk about because we focus on Canadian TV because it keeps us busy. It does. Tis the season. It is uh, uh, definitely television season. So we finally have a lot to talk about after summer. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, All right. So without further ado, let's get into the news stories. We'll see how many we can get through. Um, Amy, uh, you're taking the lead on this one. So uh, let's uh, tell us all about City TV News. Uh, Yes. Well, the world's biggest news story of the week and probably the year, has converged with one of Canada's biggest news stories of the summer, with City News hiring former CTV news anchor Lisa Flam to cover to lead its coverage of the death of Queen Elizabeth. And as we discussed in our last podcast, uh, Laflamme's unceremonious uh, uh, ouster from CTV National News ignited accusations of sexism and ageism against Bell Media, in particular Michael Melling, the company's vice president of news, who has since taken a leave of absence pending the outcome of an independent review of CTV's uh, newsroom environment. 
But CTV's decision has given City News the opportunity to snap up a greatly respected veteran journalist and send her to London to cover Queen Elizabeth's funeral and King Charles III's ascension to the throne across all their platforms. In a statement released by City News, Laflamme said, the Queen is the only monarch most of us have ever known. We grew up with Her Majesty and mourn the passing of this remarkable and inspiring woman. Meanwhile, Colette Watson, the president of CTV, C, I'm sorry, not, not CTV, that's the whole point. The president of City News parent company Rogers Sport and Media said, news coverage of such a pivotal moment in history is integral to achieving our mission of keeping Canadians connected and informed. And Lisa Laflamme's incredible talent and wealth of experience are befitting of an event of this magnitude. A spokesperson for Rogers confirmed to CBC News that the London gig is a one-time temporary assignment for now. And Laflamme's replacement at CTV National News, uh, Omar uh, Sachendina, is also in London leading CTV's coverage of the Queen's death. So awkward. But um, <laughs> what do you think of this, Greg? <laughs> I mean, when we talked about where she could go next, City TV wasn't even on my radar. So when this was posted on Twitter a couple of days ago, I was like, wow, what an opportunity. Of course, like you said, this is a one time only for now. Um, but the amount of feedback that I saw on Twitter from people saying that they were really excited about this and good for her and that they were going to be tuning in to, to check out the coverage. Um, other people in the media that were doing the same thing. I mean, this is such a great piece. PR coup for City TV News. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's bringing credibility to the network that hasn't been there with regard to their news department since Gord Martineau left several years ago. So, I mean, if they're able to land Lisa Laflamme, um, you know, semi-regularly, maybe they, you know, I don't know whether they could afford to have her, you know, doing a, a weekly, a nightly broadcast, but certainly to bring her in for these big events is so great for them. And like I said, gives them some instant cred and it's giving her a gig. Absolutely. And I, being over here, I, again, with I said and she said this is the only, uh, you know, queen or king anybody has known in the last 70 years. And, you know, there's a lot of they're processing a lot of complex emotions of loss. And over here, for instance, people are finding a lot of comfort in very familiar news anchors, such as BBC's uh, Hugh Edwards, who is the one who broke the news nationally here. And I suspect many Canadian viewer, viewers have a similar bond with Lisa mm -hmm. LaFlamme and her are following her over to city news if they are, you know, are looking for that familiar face. So it is uh, great for city news, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, picking up from uh, the football that you just passed me about news news, uh, Adrian Arsenault, uh, she is CBC's new chief correspondent and she's going to be anchoring in the national. And so this is from a media release that came out from the CBC um, starting September the 5th, which was last week. CBC News Chief Correspondent Adrian Arsenault will helm CBC's flagship newscast each Monday to Thursday. Uh, Arsenault has been a senior correspondent for the National since 1999. Uh, she will inform and connect Canadians to the news and issues shaping Canada and the world while continuing to broaden and deepen the storytelling on the National Newscast. Uh, Adrian Arsenault was named Chief Correspondent earlier this summer, and Ian Hannah-Mansing will continue to host Friday and Sunday of the of the National, in addition to hosting Cross Country Checkup, which is a CBC uh, radio um, news story. So, um, you know, obviously, this is great news for Adrian Arsenault. It was a little bit awkward when the National had four um, uh, four anchors. Uh, it just kind of felt like. 
I, I don't feel like they really ever got into a groove. Uh, I appreciate what they were trying to do, but I also figure that it was a little bit uh, a, kind of a way of CBC kind of live figuring out who it is that they wanted to end up helming the national when it came right down to it. So Adrienne Arsenault mm-hmm. is certainly deserving of it. Um, she's been with the CBC since 1999. Like they said, she is a wonderful broadcaster. I do feel, you know, it's interesting because she's so used to going to war-torn countries uh, and reporting from there. It did seem a little bit weird that, you know, she was, you know, trading in her you know, khaki and khaki and helmet for uh, a more dressier look for for the national. But uh, you know, I'm just I'm thrilled that she's got the gig and that there's uh, you know another woman at the helm of a of a news broadcaster. You know, I'm quite happy with uh, with that, and she certainly mm-hmm. deserves deserves it with her resume of work. Absolutely. All right. So you've got the next one. Another news out of CBC. Oh yes. All right. This hour has 22 minutes as returning to CBC and CBC Gem on Tuesday, September the 13th at 8 p.m. for a historic 30th season. And I would say the summer has given them a lot of material to work with so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trent McLennan, uh, Abba Amaquando, Stacey McGonigal, and Mark Critch will once again anchor the news desk as exploring politics, culture, and world events through satire and parodies. The landmark season will feature two special episodes. The first is a live taping at Toronto's Glenn Gould Studio with an audience of politicians, newsmakers, and stars from Canadian comedy. The second is a retrospective episode called This Special Has 30 Years, which explores what has made this show a cultural staple for 30 seasons and features interviews with cast, creatives, and collaborators, including Rick Mercer, Mary Walsh, and Peter Mansbridge. Um, What do you think? Do you watch uh, this show much after 30 years, Greg? I admit I do not. Um, I never watch it regularly. I always forget that it's on until they make an announcement about the next season. And I'm like, wow, that's incredible. Um, but I do know of a ton of people that have gone through the writer's room there, um, you know, mm-hmm. from CBC sitcom writers to theater uh, for playwrights and, and, and that type of thing, uh, sketch writers that have all gone through the writer's room. But, yeah, it's just incredible that the show continues to uh, 30 years, um, obviously a landmark. Um, and I'm just thinking the 22 minutes at Glenn Gould Studio, just a note to people, from what I understand, this was not going to be like, like Amy said, this is going to be for people, uh, politicians, uh, you know, people in the media. I know that um, TVA guy is was going to be getting an invite, but unfortunately, I can't go um, to the recording of that. But uh, it isn't, mm-hmm. I don't think, open to the general public. Um, and if I am wrong about that, um, I'll I'll post something on the t- on the TVA uh, Twitter page. But as of right now, it's just for newsmakers, stars from the world of Canadian comedy. So it's just going to be an in-house thing. But yeah, uh, thirty years, just um, you know. And to see, you know, Mark Critch, you know, one of the originals with the show for that long is just a testament mm-hmm. to uh, his longevity and also showcasing all of the, the young talent, uh, young comedic talent, either on the panel or in the writer's room. Yeah, it's kind of like SNL in the States. Everybody yeah. says it's dead, but it keeps it keeps chugging along. And in fact, their press release pointed out that uh, last year's season, the 29th season, uh, the show's social media audience grew by 650,000 followers and that they've uh, introduced... Uh, t- a TikTok account, so which is doing very well. So they're they're still humming along. So good yep. for them. Yep, yep. Um, here's an interesting one, a little bit different from what, the theme that we've been talking about today. Um, this was a press release that 
Um, Blue Ant Media sent out. So Blue Ant Media does, uh, they have a channel called Homeful. They've also got uh, Travel and Escape and Cottage uh, Cottage Life are the channels that they have. So specialty channels, kind of an upper tier programming. And this is a pretty big deal um, once you kind of dig down into it. Blue Ant Media uh, and the Holmes Group have entered into a definitive agreement to acquire the extensive library of unscripted original series and specials of Mike Holmes. Um, the deal gives Blue Ant Media ownership of over 200 hours of programming from the past two decades, including all seasons of Holmes on Holmes. Holmes makes it right. Holmes inspection alongside uh, specials like Holmes for the holidays, Holmes in New Orleans, <laughs> and Mike's ultimate garage. So these current licenses are expiring, and that means that Blue Ant Media was able to purchase them. I believe they were all owned uh, or co-owned by Mike Holmes's company as well as Chorus, because that's where you'd find all of Mike Holmes was on HGTV and DIY. As part of this new partnership, Blue Ant Media will also commission new original programming with Mike and his kids, Mike Holmes Jr. and Sherry Holmes for its Canadian TV platforms, and Homeful. So obviously there's some more details uh, that will be coming in the coming months. But it, that is a big, big deal. Mike Holmes is here in Canada and even down in the U.S., and I'm guessing around the world as well. Mm -hmm. A lot of people know who he is. Um, he was first on our radar with Homes on Homes and personally had a few of his guys work on our house when we were living in Toronto. Um, but it's just so great to see, um, you know, this this huge deal being done with a Canadian company, and that we'll be able to see not only past seasons of all the shows that I just mentioned and plays on the homes, but also new stuff as well. Uh, so, yeah. Great news. Uh, Homeful, this kicked off, uh, the Homeful channel kicked off in spring 2022, and it covers, uh, it features notable real estate renovation and transformation series from some of the well-known faces in TV design. You know what? Don't worry about it. Dogs, cats, don't worry about it. That, that has is an Cadbury has Cadbury is, is a big opinion. She's <laughs> obviously escaped my wife and has run up here. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> That's all right. So yeah, I mean, as you, had you, Amy, before you moved to the UK or even after that, you'd heard of Mike Holmes before, right? Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was everywhere down there. It was a lot of I had my dad used to like to watch it because he loved uh, that that sort of show. So, uh, yeah, big deal. And so that's a major acquisition for them. Yeah, and the cachet, uh, one of the shows that I mentioned was uh, Homes in New Orleans. And I know that at that time, when that was that was made after Hurricane Katrina, Katrina came through, and Mike Holmes was working on rebuilding houses down in the Ninth Ward, and Brad Pitt signed on and was in. Oh, that's he, right. He was yeah. a producer on that special. And also, I think he showed up for some on-camera time as well, building some houses. So yeah, a big deal for Mike Holmes and his family and good for them. Um, we've got a few minutes left, so why don't we see if we can fit in at least one more story. Um, if you don't mind talking a little bit about the Wild Brain Television announcement, and we'll see, uh, we'll see how far we get. Sure. Um, Canadian Family Broadcast Network uh, Wild Brain Television has announced three new content projects for Family Channel, its flagship broadcast network, starting this September and continuing into 2023. Headlining the content is Life with Luca, which is a 90-minute spinoff movie of the teen sitcom Life with Derek, which aired for four seasons between 2005 and 2009. 
the movie picks up 15 years uh, after the last episode of that series and follows Derek and Casey, who are still played by Michael Cedar and Ashley Legat, as they each navigate parenthood and raise this, uh, distinctly different teenagers. Uh, the show will be premiering in early 2023. Also coming up is Slugterra Ascension, uh, a return, which is an animated series that follows Eli, Shane, and Trixie Sting and their family of slugs that live deep within the earth. Uh, new episodes, which are just four minutes long, will start airing <laughs> on uh, September 18th at 11.45 a.m. on uh, Wild Brain TV before rolling out globally on Wild Brain and Sparks Slugterra YouTube channels. And finally, five additional half-hour episodes of the new series Summer Memories, which launched over the summer on Family Channel, will be uh, uh, starting on Family Channel in 2023. The news stories dive further into the world of into the world and the characters following the adventures of best friends Jason and Ronnie as Jason looks back on the most pivotal summer of his life, which just happens to be just a few weeks ago. So there's that. And what do you have, Greg? Uh, oh, one, one thing I think I just want to say about life with Luca. I, I don't, oh. I, because I was too old for that show. I didn't realize the impact that life with Derek had on uh, Canadian television mm-hmm. for kids uh, and young adults. So I'm thrilled to see that this is back. Um, Michael Cedar. I think a lot of Murdoch mysteries fans will recognize him because he played an Uber villain on Murdoch for several seasons before, before he was finally killed off. Um, so yeah, yeah really exciting yeah. about that, uh, about that mm-hmm. one coming back uh, to family channel in early 2020. And yes, we've yeah. got time for one more story. So this one is new animated children's series, Jeremy and Jazzy, to launch on CBC Kids and CBC Gem. So Verite Films, which is a company behind Corner Gaffs, Jeremy Fisher Music, and Hidden Pony Records are proud to announce Jeremy wow. and Jazzy, a new children's animated television wow. music and multi-platform brand about how feelings become songs, songs become stories, and music and friendship create joy. And when I was at Banff, the Banff World Television Festival, several years ago, um, I spoke to um, uh, Virginia Thompson. Uh, she had been going around. This was bef- this was pre-COVID, so this tells you how many years this has been in the works. Um, I spoke to Virginia Thompson because she was there pitching this show um, to uh, to broadcasters. And uh, now here we are, however many years later this is, it has come to life. And the series stars Jeremy Fisher, who is a, a, a children's uh, singer-songwriter, or writes sing- songs uh, for kids. And he's going to play Jeremy. And award-winning artist Isa... Nita uh, Tiba Rikur, I'm so sorry if I mispronounced that, and she's playing Jazzy. It's set in Creation Station, a world that comes alive through the magic of music, and the first 26 two-minute episodes and one 11-minute special. It's going to feature Joel Plaskett. will be available to stream at launch. Uh, so, yeah, head to uh, CBC Gems soon for that. Um, uh, well, September the 19th, so next week you'll be able to check that out. Excellent. Excellent. Wow, Amy. Excellent. So we got through a lot this week. Again, uh, head to TVA.com where you can find previews and reviews and the links to all of the stories that we mentioned today. We've had a little bit of everything. We talked drinks. We talked the Queen. Cadbury made a guest audio appearance. Um, a lot going on in this episode. Uh, Amy, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to, to, ta- uh, to record this with me today. It's always a pleasure, Greg. So remind everybody, where can people find you when you're not sitting in front of a microphone talking about Canadian TV with me? 
You can find me on Twitter at Wilson underscore A underscore R. And you can check uh, the activities of the world's cutest, but sometimes worst English bulldog, Cadbury the Bulldog, on Instagram at Cadbury the Bulldog. Excellent. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at TV underscore EH. And of course, like I said, visit TVA.com. That wraps up the TVA podcast. And now back to your regularly scheduled program.